Hi everyone, welcome to the Highlights from Ukraine podcast, your daily audio summary of the latest news reported in the Ukrainian media. A little warning before we start, there may be some background noises and explosions. Kyiv, as many other regions of Ukraine, is currently under Russian missile attack. Thus, those explosions should be air defense working. You can support production of our podcast by subscribing to our Patreon by following the link in the description or sending a one-time tip via PayPal. Thank you. My name is Artem, and here is the news. For 698 days, Ukraine stands strong against the forces of the Russian invasion. Yesterday, Ukrainians marked Unity Day. On this day in 1919, Ukrainian People's Republic and West Ukrainian People's Republic declared their unification into a single independent state for the first time in modern history. The new state didn't survive the turbulence of the defragmentation of the Russian and Austro-Hungarian empires and was destroyed by Bolsheviks and Poles. President of Ukraine Volodymyr Zelensky congratulated Ukrainians with the Day of Unity. Quote, our people and our state have truly felt the potential of unity and the strength that unity gives to the whole nation. It is thanks to unity that Ukraine has endured this war and is defending itself against the Russian onslaught, unquote, said Zelensky. In his address, the president announced a decree on the Russian territories historically inhabited by Ukrainians, reports Radio Liberty. Later published document instructs the government to develop a plan for preserving the national identity of Ukrainians in Russia who live in the historically inhabited lands. In what are now the Krasnodar Krai, Belgorod, Bryansk, Voronezh, Kursk and Rostov oblasts of the Russian Federation close to the border of Ukraine. Zelensky is justifying his decree by stating that Russia has systematically been engaged in and continues to engage in actions aimed at the destruction of national identity, oppression of Ukrainians, violation of their rights and freedoms. He emphasized the necessity for Russia to adhere to its international obligations by ensuring the rights of Ukrainians residing on its territories, including those historically inhabited by ethnic Ukrainians. This includes the right to receive education in the Ukrainian language and its free use, as well as civil, social, cultural and religious rights, access to Ukrainian language media and the right to peaceful assembly. At the same time, some historians point out that not all of the territories where Ukrainians lived are mentioned in the decree. For example, at the start of the 20th century, Ukrainians were the majority in some of the regions of Siberia and Russia's Far East near the Pacific Ocean coast. The Russian government, led by Vladimir Putin, explains the war against Ukraine as a defense of Russian-speaking people on historically Russian lands, and claims that it is supposedly fighting NATO on Ukrainian territory. Volodymyr Zelensky also announced a bill on introduction of multiple citizenship. According to him, the Ukrainian million-strong diaspora lobbies for Ukraine's interests around the world. Quote, Ukrainians by origin who have long proven that they are Ukrainians in spirit and after many years of waiting, they should finally become Ukrainians by passport, unquote. The head of state said that all ethnic Ukrainians and their descendants from around the world will be able to have Ukraine's citizenship. The only exception will be those who have Russian citizenship. Currently, Ukrainians are allowed to have only one citizenship. 
We would really appreciate if you could recommend us to your friends and family as well as share information on social media. This way more people would learn about the podcast and truth about Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Polish Prime Minister Donald Tusk visited Kyiv yesterday, reports Ukrainska Pravda. He met President Zelensky and Prime Minister Denis Shmigal. Tusk announced that Poland and Ukraine will start work on bilateral security guarantees. The Ukrainian president after the meeting announced that Poland will provide Kyiv with a new package of military assistance, as well as a new form of cooperation aimed at larger-scale arms purchases for Ukrainian needs, a Polish loan for Ukraine. Tusk stated that Poland would support Ukraine's rapid accession to the EU and its recovery. The Polish Prime Minister announced the appointment of Polish lawmaker Pavel Koval as the Polish government's commissioner for Ukraine's recovery. The Ukrainian government offered Poland a mechanism for verifying the export of agricultural products in accordance with the decision of the European Commission, which is already working with Romania and Bulgaria. Denis Shmigal also added that the Ukrainian side promised to make maximum efforts not to harm and support Polish farmers and transporters. In addition, Ukraine expects Poland to take steps to lift restrictions on Ukrainian farmers and producers. Ukraine's Defense Minister Rustem Umerov said that Belgium will give Ukraine 611 million euros in military aid in 2024, reports Militarny. He had a phone call with Belgian Defense Minister Ludivin de Wonder. They discussed the recent developments on the front and the prospects of defense cooperation between Ukraine and Belgium. Thank you for listening to the Highlights from Ukraine podcast, when a commercial initiative of just two people, and we need your help to grow. Share information about the podcast, rate us in the app, subscribe to our Patreon. With your support, we are getting better. We call on you to demand from governments of your countries to impose the toughest sanctions possible on Russia and its citizens to stop their invasion of Ukraine.